You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode 46 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I'll discuss the wild woman archetype and how she can help us tap into our own wild side. I'll review the wild woman oracle by Rockpool Publishing. And at the end of the episode, I'll share with you a custom spread that I created for healing with the wild woman archetype. I'm loving this archetype series that we've been exploring the past year. Healing with each of these archetypes is helping us connect with the wisdom that each of these archetypes share with us. And it's helping us connect with our true essence as we shed the layers of conditioning that we've built up the past few decades. Let's recap what archetypes are for any listeners who might be new to the podcast. An archetype is a representation of a complete idea that can be conveyed through a single word or image. That simple representation can evoke a complex set of perceptions, emotions, and behaviors that individuals across all cultures and historical eras can recognize. They are universal symbols that we can all tap into through the collective unconscious, first described by Carl Jung. And they carry wisdom and valuable life lessons that are timeless. It's a universal language shared by all human beings since the beginning of time. It's comforting to know that it's a symbolism that we share with our ancestors who walked the earth long before us and that will continue on long after we've passed. Let's explore the wild woman archetype to see what she represents for us all and how she can help us to connect to a part of ourselves that may have been dormant for most of our lives in this modern world we live in. The wild woman is often called the wolf woman, the woman at the end of the world, the woman of the woods, and in psychology, she would best represent our id. She's unmuzzled, free to speak her mind without hesitation or fear. That's something we've been working through on several of the podcast episodes when healing our blocked throat chakras and past lives of persecution when speaking out against authority carried a death sentence. So the wild woman is an archetype that can help us heal those past traumas and regain our voice, our power, and our own authority. This archetype doesn't feel the need to ask for permission. She moves through the world knowing her power and her place, which has no restrictions from her point of view. She's a rebel by nature. She can't be forced into a box or chained and tamed. She's a free spirit who must roam, explore, and take up as much space as she needs. She doesn't cower or hide in the shadows out of fear of repercussions. The wild woman is a free, strong, empowered, and uninhibited being who is instinctive, intuitive, unashamed, powerful, and in tune with her body and the signals it sends. 
she can sense danger and deception by listening to her bodily sensations because her gut guides her, not the overactive, logical brain that most of us are used to. She trusts herself and has confidence in her ability to protect and defend herself. She's no victim and she's no damsel in distress that needs saving. She stands firmly in her personal power and doesn't apologize for her existence or her feelings or needs. She doesn't get caught up in facades and masks that she has to wear out into the world to fit everyone's expectations of who she needs to be. She's wild and free and spontaneous. She's connected to her own needs and doesn't feel guilt or shame about her own wants and desires. She doesn't bend to fit societal norms, like many expect us to do in today's modern, ever-changing society. So to connect with the wild woman, we would need to drop all pretenses and disguises we use to mask our true nature. She's all about authenticity. She's curious. She always questions authority, and she fights social conditioning. She doesn't conform to the norms of society, and she will always march to the beat of her own drum. She doesn't feel the need to fit any mold of what society says she should look like. She loves her body no matter the form, and she always feels comfortable in her own skin. And she understands the power her body has for self-healing. She trusts it to do its job to protect her, hold her, and heal her through the many phases of life. She has no hang-ups about aging. She chooses to age naturally without interfering in that natural process. Her power is in her roar as she howls at the moon beside the wolves. She is one with nature and the animal kingdom. That's why I like to work with the moon card in the tarot to channel her essence. There's a wildness to the moon card because it represents a shedding of our inhibitions. Under the light of a full moon, we take more risks, we're bolder, we're less inhibited, and more spontaneous. This is a time when our inner wildness dares to show itself. I also think about the strength card in the tarot when working with the wild woman. I see her as the beast in the upright version of the card as well as the woman who walks beside the beast, unafraid. Society may try to tame her, but only she is able to rein her own power in. She is both beast and lion tamer here. In the reversal of the strength card, the wild woman would have shifted too far into her wild nature, with no ability to control the intensity or negative consequences of her extreme lack of self-discipline. If we look at the knights in the tarot without gender labels, I think the knight of wands and the knight of swords could represent aspects of the wild woman. They are both warriors who are courageous, but also impulsive, rash, and raring to charge off into battle. The wild woman may not seek out battles, but there may be a few where she would have no problem joining the fight. And she's fearless. So she'd be an ideal warrior you'd want to join your cause. The Queen of Wands is the only queen that I equate with the wild woman. 
We've talked at length about the Queen of Wands in many episodes, because she's my favorite card in the tarot to work with. She also can't be tamed, and has that same rebellious, defiant nature that the wild woman represents. She teaches us to break free from whatever or whomever is holding us down, silencing us, and restricting us. Think of the devil and the Eight of Swords in the tarot here. The devil represents where we're restricted by our inner critic, others, or our vices. The Eight of Swords represents how we restrict ourselves and how we sabotage our own progress. When thinking about the wild woman, I think about how she can help us break free from these restrictions, whether they're imposed by ourselves or others. Any of these tarot cards would be suitable to connect and commune with the wild woman's energy. In the book, Women Who Run With the Wolves, Clarissa Piccola Estes says, Within every woman, there's a wild and natural creature, a powerful force filled with good instincts, passionate creativity, and ageless knowing. Her name is Wild Woman, but she's an endangered species. To connect with your inner wild woman, drop down into your body and let the expectations of the world melt off your shoulders. Turn off your logical brain that's been trained to overthink every moment of the day and let your bodily sensations guide you. Tune into your gut instinct and listen to your body. Just be. Release the desire to people please or to contort yourself into a version of yourself that you think others may want to see. Release the stress of trying to juggle too many responsibilities that always keeps you drained and depleted. Release all the burdens others have placed on your shoulders that you never asked for and that you reluctantly took on despite your body screaming that you couldn't carry any more on your shoulders. And release calls from loved ones to tone down your weirdness so that you won't embarrass the family. Drop the need to fit in and gain approval from others. Instead, let your freak flag fly. Your uniqueness is your superpower. Why hide or suppress that? No more pretending, hiding, or stifling those emotions that need to be processed. Instead, let those repressed thoughts and emotions bubble up to the surface naturally and process them as they come. Just be with them in the moment and listen to what your body has to say. Your body has a way of guiding you through the self-healing process if you allow it. Your intuition will soar once you're able to drop these pretenses. Once you reconnect with your inner wild side, you may notice more intuitive hits and gut reactions that alert you to the dangers you had missed before. Notice all the signals your body sends you. We've been ignoring these signals for way too long. They're calling out to us for a reason. What have you lost by ignoring your gut instincts in the past? What has silencing this wild side cost you? Reconnecting with a wild woman can help you regain your power, sensuality, independence, and a comfort within your own skin that most of us have lost. 
we're inundated in this modern technological world with messages and images of who we ought to be, what we should look like, how we should sound, and how we should act within the world. And over time, we've learned to suppress our own urges, needs, and desires in order to fit in and not cause waves. But slowly people are waking up to the realization that to feel free and in control of your own life, you need to follow your own inner guidance and instincts and tune out the influx of toxic, harmful messages about who we should be. Lean into what you want, not what you ought to do or be. Stop repressing your urges and emotions and stop restricting yourself based on the expectations of others. I've noticed the term rewilding has popped up a lot recently. This concept of reconnecting with this wild side that we've repressed is gaining steam. Women and men working on their feminine sides are regaining their power, breaking their silence, and rejecting the notion that we need to be seen and not heard. If you want to learn more about the wild woman archetype, Clarissa Picola Estes, a Jungian psychoanalyst, writes about her in her book, Women Who Run With the Wolves. She focuses on how the wild woman has been repressed. The more we as humans have become disconnected with our true nature during this modern era. In her book, she says, The feral woman is usually extremely hungry for something soulful. I often write scenes in my fictional divination book series, The Divining Sisters, that embodies the wild woman. Anytime my characters are tapping back into a past memory of a witch life, or the coven dances under the full moon in the woods, this is the archetype I'm inspired by. There's a perfect short scene that I can share with you from book two in my Divining Sister series, which is called We Divine Three. In this scene, Hazel, one of the sisters, is sketching the full moon over the witch house in Salem, Massachusetts. While she's drawing, she falls into a trance where she reconnects with the memory that taps into her inner wild woman. I'll read that scene for you now. As Hazel sketched, Visions of a trio of witches danced through her mind's eye. One of the women drummed as they all danced around a small bonfire in the middle of a wooded area. She kept sketching as she channeled their powerful synergy onto the page. The three figures danced in unison and chanted in one rhythmic voice. Entranced, Hazel rocked back and forth to the rhythm of the chant along with them. Soon. She was inside the drumming circle as a rush of adrenaline coursed through her veins. Every cell in her body buzzed with a wildness she had never experienced in this lifetime. She howled at the moon and cackled. The crisp night air tickled her skin as the moonbeams kissed her bare arms. She threw her arms in the air and howled again. The echo of her chants bounced off the trees and reverberated around her body. The forest was alive and she was one with every living creature. She swayed to the beat of the pulse of the trees as the insects added their song to the symphony of the forest. As the coven wove their enchantments in the night air, they bewitched the entirety of the wooded area outside their home. They continued to dance around the fire. 
She caught quick glimpses of the faces of the other women engaged in this lunar ritual. The connection between the Coven sisters seemed impenetrable. The magnetic pull extending from her core out to theirs was powerful, like they were tethered to each other. This connection held her tightly in the circle and created a security that she didn't want to disconnect from. The chanting became softer as the vision started to fade. So say we, we divine three, so mote it be. If you resonate with that scene, you might enjoy my series, The Divining Sisters. It's very witchy and mystical. I'll talk more about where you can get my books at the end of this episode. Are you enjoying these episodes where we explore healing with various archetypes and their links to the tarot? I hope you're enjoying them as much as I am. Luckily, I found a little magical elixir that helps me stay in the creative flow when I'm brainstorming ideas for podcast episodes just like this one. Magic Mind is my new coffee replacement that keeps my mind organized and alert so I can write and record these episodes that explore all the ways we can heal with the archetypes on our healing journey with the tarot. This two-ounce elixir is easier on my stomach than coffee and doesn't leave me with the jitters. I sip on it right before my writing sessions, and I get in a good seven hours of productive work, thanks to the natural ingredients like the nootropics and adaptogens that not only help me stay focused and inspired, but also relaxed as I write through the evening. If you'd like to try this elixir for yourself, go to magicmind.co slash HTT. You can use my code at checkout, HTT, that's all caps, to get 40% off your first subscription or 20% off your first one-time purchase. My 40% off code only lasts 10 days, so hurry to catch that deal. They also have a money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. If you're a podcaster like me, or just someone looking for enhanced productivity and creativity as you work. Give Magic Mind a try. After a quick break, I'll review The Wild Woman Oracle by Rockpool Publishing and share a spread for healing with The Wild Woman Archetype. Book 2 in my fictional divination book series, The Divining Sisters, has released. In this second installment of this series, titled We Divine Three, we learn more about the past incarnations of these soul-bound sisters, and we discover more about the faith that binds them as they piece together the clues that point to their shared destiny. This mystical and soul-stirring series focuses on reconnecting with past life gifts, sisterhood, empowerment through facing fears, and learning to step out of the shadows, which for these diviners comes from their love of the craft of divination, which is carried over for many lifetimes. In We Divine Three, we see the story from the perspective of all three sisters, giving us a glimpse into how their shared past from the witch trials weaves throughout their current incarnation through not only their gifts, but also their deepest fears. Readers are raving about the series, saying, This is the metaphysical series I've been waiting for. I was hooked from the beginning and even find myself slowing down because I just wanted to last. I'm eagerly awaiting the next ones. I love this book 
It's not just about tarot. It's about much, much more. I was quickly drawn into the story. The characters are so relatable, and the explanations of tarot readings, spiritual healing, and past lives are absolutely accurate. Inspirational and entertaining. Thank you for bringing us this new witchy series to fall in love with. You can find the ebook and paperback of The Call of the Cards, which is book one in the Divining Sister series, and We Divine Three, which is book two, on Amazon now. And the ebooks are also available on Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, Google Play, Kobo, Scribd, Smashwords, and more. Read the book blurbs and book quotes on author.heatherhardison.com. Start your magical healing journey with the Divining Sisters today and find your way back to yourself through their inspiring story. I've created a line of Healing Through Tarot spread ebooks that are for sale on my website, healingthroughtarot.com. There's a spread for all seasons that contains 17 custom spreads designed to guide you through the seasons of any year. It covers holidays, birthdays, full and new moons, mercury retrogrades, seasonal spreads, year-end and year-ahead spreads, and eclipses with weekly and monthly spreads that you can reuse again and again year after year. This spread ebook is $10. I also have two volumes of healing and mental health spreads, each with 15 spreads centered around healing and mental health issues, including anxiety, body healing, managing depression, restoring balance, ancestral karma clearing, family healing, self-care, and much, much more. These two volumes complement each other, but each can also stand alone. Volume 1 is $13, and Volume 2 is $14. You can find all of these spread ebooks on my website, healingthroughterra.com, and I'm currently working on a new spread ebook that consists of 20 shadow work spreads coming out in the fall of 2022. This Healing Through Terror line of spread ebooks is designed to help take you through the healing work needed to heal old wounds and step into brand new energy of empowerment. Together, we can heal through tarot. Rockpool Publishing sent over the Wild Woman Oracle for me to review and share with you in this episode. And let me tell you, it was love at first sight with this deck. This is my favorite new oracle in years. It came at a time when I was deep into my shadow work, and I needed darker decks to help me explore the darkness and help me to learn how to use it to my advantage on my own healing journey. This gorgeous 36-card deck is illustrated by Cheyenne Zarate, who is also the creator and writer of the guidebook. The cards are edged in black and have the most beautiful gold and black images. It is stunning. Check out my blog post that goes along with this episode because these images are a must-see. Cheyenne is a pen and ink artist of Ukrainian descent who lives in Canada. And this deck was born after she went through a dark night of the soul. And during that time, she delved into reading stories of the wild woman archetype. She says that each image in this deck is accompanied by a tale that marks a significant step on her journey. And she wants to inspire others as they wade through their own dark night of the soul. This deck introduces us to stories of wild women that she's chosen to highlight 
who have struggled with significant losses, challenges, and even victories on their journeys. Each has a unique way of dealing with trials and tribulations. And Cheyenne wants us to use these stories and these cards to help rewrite our own story. I love how the messages in this deck help me to reframe the difficult times that I've struggled with by giving me examples of how others have navigated these same choppy waters that I face now. Often these stories model empowering ways to rise to the occasion and show us how to extract lessons from our own challenging times. Cheyenne says that this deck will help us awaken our true, free, and soulful selves. Each card centers around a powerful story of strong, inspiring feminine figures from history, mythology, folklore, or popular culture. The symbolism for each card is detailed along with the message this card offers us. We're also provided with a question for self-reflection for each card. On the card itself, we're given a keyword and a card title. For instance, we have Hecate, Queen of the Crossroads, with the keyword, The Unknown. Hecate asks us what important decision we've been avoiding due to the fear of the unknown. And Medusa is paired with the keywords, Sacred Rage, and asks us how we can channel our sacred rage to create something beautiful and empowering. These cards are fantastic for exploring the dark feminine archetypes and help us to connect with our inner wild feminine side. I love that Rockpool doesn't shy away from exploring the darker themes in life. We need these types of tools for shadow work as they can help us heal these shadow aspects within each of us. I know a lot of people are critical about Oracle decks because so many of them are all light and love. There isn't a lot of range in Oracle decks for some readers. But this deck is perfect to use when you're in one of those darker moments in life and you need a meteor message or a story that resonates with the vibration you're at in the moment. It makes me feel better when the deck I'm using meets me where I am. Decks that acknowledge the struggle we're in are a breath of fresh air and help to give us guidance on extracting the lesson in the darker moments. And we each have masculine and feminine aspects within us, so this deck can be used by anyone. I've thoroughly enjoyed working with this deck to explore my own inner wild woman. This is hands down my favorite Oracle deck I've received in a while. Thanks to Cheyenne for creating this deck, and thanks to Rockpool Publishing for sending it over for me to work with and share with you in this episode. It's a perfectly dark, witchy deck that offers inspiration, comfort, and lessons to those struggling with their own inner wildness. I will now share with you the nine-card custom spread that I created called Healing with the Wild Woman Archetype. Here are those prompts. Which area of my life have I been too tame? What has been restricting me? Where do I need to let loose? How to tap into my wild side? What needs to be unleashed? How to embrace the wildness within. What's to gain if I take a walk on the wild side? What does this archetype have to teach me? And what message does this archetype have for me? 
If you want to throw this spread for yourself, you can find this spread on my blog on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com. And I have posted a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram. I'd love to see the photo of your spreads. Please tag me on Instagram at HealingThroughTarot.com and please use the hashtag HTT Healing with the Wild Woman Archetype Spread. Links for all decks discussed in this episode are also in the show notes and on my blog. I'll be taking the summer months off from podcasting and will return with new podcast episodes in September 2023, when we'll cover healing with the Lilith archetype, healing the witch wound, and for using tarot for writing and for preparing for National Writers Month, and much, much more. Autumn is also the time of year I'll be releasing the third book in my fictional divination book series, The Divining Sisters. So now's a great time to start the series and catch up on book one and two to be ready for the third installment for the autumn months. You can find the ebook and paperback of The Call of the Cards, which is book one in the Divining Sister series, and We Divine Three, which is book two, on Amazon. And the ebooks are also on Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, Google Play, Kobo, Scribd, Smashwords, and more. You can even put a request for the ebook into your local library. The ebook is $4.99 and the paperback is $14.99. I have a dedicated website for my books, which is author.heatherhardison.com. Hardison is spelled H-A-R-D-I-S-O-N. That's where I post updates on book releases, book quotes, photos of the book covers, and fun things like my Spotify playlist for each book. I carefully curate each of those playlists to express the energy of each book, so please check those out. I also have links for that site on my main website, HealingThroughTarot.com, and of course there are links in the show notes to take you straight to the book. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see updates on the book releases there as well. I have two Instagram accounts. I'm Healing Through Tarot on Instagram for all my podcast and tarot posts, and I have an author account called Heather Hardison Author. I can't wait to drop book three in the fall. This series just gets witchier with each installment. See you in September, card slingers. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow card readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.